Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 81 of the Super Weapon Podcast, most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy, Darius the Artist, and as always, I got my co-host, DC, here with me today. The biggest, newest Falcons fan is in the building. Your boy, <laughs> DC, has left the Lions train for a little while until they catch a win. He's I'm lying. over here. You see, you see my Falcons. Being <laughs> right here, man. I'm representing day and night. You see what I did there? Day and night. Oh, I'm a goodness. newborn Falcons fan. <laughs> it's been a rough season for uh the Lions team, guys. Uh DC is definitely not a bad oh, team. Don't listen to him. Uh <laughs> oh, five, baby. We're doing it. We're doing big things. It's been some but, fun Sundays, man. <laughs> yeah, it's been some great Sundays, but hey, we are here Saturday. And we're doing what we do best. We're going to talk about some gaming news, things in the gaming world, and stuff that we find entertaining. Hopefully, you guys will find it entertaining as well. So, what do we got on the docket, my man? Oh, man. Uh, you know, the first, you know, first, it's a, it's a very lovely Saturday outside. I would like to say that, man. I remember this time last year, it was like 80 or 90 degrees out um i just i went outside earlier today man and i've i've been kind of enjoying that that cool breeze you know so shout out to the fall for uh not baking us in the south anymore but you know what is baking these nintendo switch prices right now i like it i like this bag, right? i like it <laughs> you know took you outside now we back inside okay so nintendo man i you actually sent this story to me yesterday i had no idea I remember we talked about their online expansion pack back when they did that uh, Nintendo Direct a few months ago. Right. But we got some more information <laughs> um, that included something I thought was pretty interesting from a from an idea standpoint, not the cost. I'll say that. Um, but yeah, so Nintendo uh, confirmed that the Nintendo Switch Online Plus expansion pack will officially launch on October 25th. Um, so this is going to include Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games, as well as Animal Crossing New Horizons Happy Home Paradise, uh, which is a new DLC for Animal Crossing that's coming up. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I really, I was really caught off guard by the, the substantial price increase because if I remember correctly, Nintendo's monthly fee is under ten dollars it was right at 10 and their yearly i believe is 20. um so for this this pretty this is a pretty big price hike in my opinion man i mean yeah you're getting the dlc for uh animal crossing which is i mean that's pretty cool i mean because who doesn't play animal crossing if you own a switch nowadays um but this was yeah i'm looking at right now so the the current nintendo switch online membership is four dollars a month for one month, seven for three, and twenty for twelve. But this plan is bumping it uh, in the family membership, which I think you can have for up to four people. It's thirty four ninety nine. Um, but this is dropping uh, at fifty a year, so it's going up thirty dollars per. You know, if you're buying the yearly membership, which is crazy to me, because we talked about Nintendo services they really before. Really that in, didn't they? Yeah, like Nintendo. We've talked about their online services here before, man. Like, we're not fans of it, particularly due to, you know, it, it just feels like an older version of what online gaming used to be like 15 years ago. Um, and I just, 
it's kind of blew my mind and apparently i was reading that if you don't have this particular plan you lose access to the animal crossing dlc what i'm not sure if that's true or not i saw something some rumblings about that but if that's true that's just another layer on top of this that i think is not okay man i mean what do you kind of make of all this stuff man i mean in your never-ending search for a nintendo switch as a potential buyer like you know what does this kind of look like to you from the outside i mean because i i barely play my switch as it is but you know you we know that you're it's kind of like a running gag at this point you trying to find nintendo switch but yeah it's gone (laughs) to the point where i haven't actively been looking lately because i'm like it's just time it's really just time it's like yeah you know being grown and you know your, your your gaming hobby has to have like a limit i can only really play about two games and put a half-ass effort into that honestly <laughs> right. so i was thinking if i get a switch now i've been kind of thinking like when would i have the time to play this but right <clears throat> excuse me Ooh, excuse me but i'm trying to figure out what justifies this this price hike like now granted in the grand scheme of things Thirty dollars a year That's isn't 50, that bad. fifty for the whole year. Fifty for the whole year in the grand scheme of things, like if you really look at it, it's not that bad. But at the same time, I want to know, like, if you look at the other online, like if you look at PlayStation or Xbox, you kind of know what you're getting with that yearly subscription. But True. I'm trying to figure out what justifies this price hike with the Switch, like. With this price hike, will we will they better their services? Like, what what made them do this? Like, it couldn't be just based off nostalgia. Like, because people saying, "Oh, well, you get the N sixty four and the all these games," and I'm like, "But people have emulators." Like, you are know, you man, playing? I, God, that makes me so angry when people say that stuff, man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, but you... no, I'm like, what what is the what what is the grand scheme here? Like, right. I don't understand. Like, will you be able to play with your friends? Because like, only game that I noticed like kind of like multiplayer that's older are like beat 'em up games where, you know, what do they call it? Couch co-op where you used to yeah. sit there and play with your friends. But I don't know. Like, I don't. Are they going to get upgraded graphics? I'm trying to. I'm really just trying to figure out what was the justification of this this price bump. Like, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, because like I said, in the grand scheme of things, if yeah. you break $50 down, like, monthly for a year, it's not bad. Like, people are like, oh, I'm like, come on, dog, $50 for a year? I could see if it was $50 a month, but I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm kind of confused. I would really like to know what was their, what was the meaning behind this, and why was it, why did it seem like they kind of try to, like, slide that in like they could have just originally announced this i feel like instead of kind of like doing a bait and switch like oh well we have this then uh oh we well now we're we're bumping it up i don't know it's just really weird on nintendo's part and i know a lot of people are gonna want to know like i just don't like these old games does it really justify that cost if that's the case like having access to these old games no i don't think so man and you know i've spoke my piece on this before and i've seen people's 
people try to justify or reason with this price hike. And one thing I've seen a lot of people say that I completely disagree with is, oh man, you could just split the cost of the, the family plan with four other people or three people. And it's like, that's not the point that's being made here. You know, Nintendo, we've talked about this before. Nintendo doesn't operate at a loss in terms of profit when it comes to making consoles and selling games. They make profit every time they sell one Switch and uh you know a nintendo switch game so for me this was just kind of i just i think they're playing off people's nostalgia i do um because i've seen a lot of people uh, nintendo fans and and they they'll they'll speak about their dislike on these things but they'll still purchase stuff anyway because you have that fear of missing out that fomo just like i kind of relate this stuff to to air jordans and how we still get, you know, the same shoes made over and over again, but people right. still, the hype for them does, has not died down in 20 plus years, 25 years. You know, right. it's, it's, I think it's the same thing with this. And, you know, if they're, I'm okay with price hikes, if the, the platform would see, just like you said, some sort of benefit from this, or like if they're going to expand their services or, you know, exactly. heck, man, like even offering free games like Sony and Microsoft do like, you know, why is Nintendo not offering like classic games once a month? You know, it, they could do like games that people like older Nintendo games that a lot of people haven't played or maybe some that only released overseas and you could offer that at a special price to people. You know, it's just stuff like that. Like if you're going to play off people's nostalgia, at least make it worth their while. And I think Nintendo's just once again, man, falling behind the times with this stuff. Um you know, it, it just, it, it really kind of frustrates me, honestly, because I know people are going to buy it. People are going to pay for the, pay this. And, you know, this is going to become a fart in the wind as far as news and anger and, <laughs> and public outcry. You know what I mean? So let me, <laughs> let me ask you this. What, say if a person, like, this is one of the things I've been talking to people on Twitter about. If someone already has access to these games that they're offering in terms of uh, emulator or whatnot. Right. What would make someone say, hey, I need this Nintendo plan? Like, what, what, what's the selling point for this, um, for this $50 plan, honestly? Like, I'd say, say you had access to these games already. Like, ease, ease of convenience. I mean, I'll say this much. Yeah, that's true. And I think what's going to start changing over the next five to 10 years, especially with the release of stuff like the Steam Deck, you're going to start seeing people start to creep in Nintendo space where... A lot of people usually, or I've seen a lot of people say they'll take their Switch with them on the go, either, you know, commuting to work or um, on a trip somewhere. So it's just like you have that ease of access. Whereas with an emulator, you got to kind of jump through some hoops to get one, not only to work, but, you know, to make it portable on top of that. So, you know, Nintendo really has kind of cornered the market on this. And, I, and I'm actually kind of curious to know if they're going to get to the point where they start to try to crack down on emulators because i mean they uh steam oh, that's coming that's, yeah that's i mean you think about it right like valve already said that you can mod the steam deck they've already they're they're encouraging people to do it you can install windows on a steam deck which means what you'll have access to the internet i.e emulators like i just that's a, that's what i see happening i think the i don't even want to call it like a handheld market because i feel like that's kind of like diminishing it down to what we grew up with like you know simple game boy color you know Correct. sd but these are like going to be like handheld computers is what we're going to start having going forward 
like and a cell phone basically. essentially yeah and i think we're starting to see an evolution of that and i mean that's still an untapped market i mean you look at like tablets and stuff have kind of like kind of filled that 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 market especially for like mobile mm-hmm. gaming but you know the steam deck really does i think it's going to do something special and challenge nintendo in ways they're probably not thinking about yet um I think eventually Nintendo is going to realize that they can't hold on to this part of the industry that they've had a grip on since their inception, pretty much. Um, because, I mean, they're doing stuff like this and they can get away with it. They were charging. I don't remember how much money they were charging for those 64 control, the 64 controller and the uh, Genesis controller. They were charging it was like 60 bucks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're charging arm and leg for those things and people bought them. They sold out and it's. You know, it's just nuts to me. Once again, man, like you, you have all these. They they have a corner of the market, and that's why I think people still purchase these. Not just nostalgia, and not just you know FOMO, but like I said, ease of access and portability are a big thing, especially with today's consumer. You know, always being right. on the go. So um, yeah, I didn't I didn't look at it like that. That's a very very valid point. I didn't. Yeah, because. I, I really, as I was researching this for the episode today, I was just like, what, what is the sales point here? Like mm-hmm. I was talking to my brother and I'm like, and obviously he remembers like a lot of these games. Cause I was telling him what right. was coming with it. And this was around the time we were way younger. And this was when my brother used to actually play games and he was like, Oh, they doing that. Well, that's cool. But he was like, I don't think it would be, he was like, for a year. He was like, I probably barely even use that. So I was just trying to gauge like, yeah, what kind of move would this be for Nintendo? Like I'm, I'm kind of looking at it as another, it's kind of like, it's just like another move for a pawn. Like it's not, it's not really a big move. And no, you think about it too, man. Like Nintendo is pretty much the only company that's still around from like those times you know, that are making consoles anymore. So they pretty much have a grip. They have an exclusive well of, of uh, you know, not like classic games that you can't buy anywhere else. That's another thing. They, they're kind of like, I kind of look at them like Apple in that way. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a walled ecosystem where they don't really like playing nice with other companies because they don't have to. Um, I was about to look up the Sega Saturn and see who, who actually developed Sega Saturn. Hey, I think you're right, too. One of the... Um... One of the points that you made where you said um, they're going to crack down, I believe that's definitely coming with this new this new thing that Nintendo's trying to create. Because mm-hmm. you're definitely going to want to knock off um, anything that's going to interfere with your with what you're trying to do. And emulators and stuff, they're out there. They're out there. So I feel like Nintendo, that will be a thing that they'll do. I think they're going to try to now or in the near future. They're they're probably going to be out there. You know, emulate emulating emulating uh hunting emulating <laughs> I, I think it's gonna be a never-ending battle i mean it's kind of the same thing that happened with music right like when metallica yeah, got it's mad and, it's hard to stop <laughs> yeah like there'll probably be new i think there's always going to be like evolving laws and policies especially in the gaming industry because it's still such a young industry i mean it had it's 50 years 40 50 years isn't i mean it's a lot of time but not in the grand scheme of things when you compare it to stuff like the movie and film industry that's been around like over a hundred. Um, so, I mean, I think it's, it's still gonna, you're still gonna see evolutions of this stuff, but I mean, Nintendo got, they got the stranglehold, man. They are the plug on classic games, if you will, you know, they're, 
They're and the El Chapo of the gaming industry. <laughs> so, with that being said, because they make profit off their systems. Yeah. Nintendo, I'm trying to think, like, by them living off this wave of nostalgia, like, they may not necessarily, like, that's why the, when the numbers come in, Xbox and, and, and PlayStation sell so much, and then you look at Nintendo, and it's like, their numbers are good, but not as good as the other two. But when you're making all the profit, <laughs> their numbers are great. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I think, uh, hold on, let me look up, uh, total, Nintendo quietly be making, like, they don't announce their number. the thing is, the thing with Nintendo is, uh, they never announce their numbers, really, they, they don't do, like, those earning calls, and, let's see, but I mean, that just goes to show that, do they really have to, though, no, let's see, <laughs> right now, I'm on some random website, so I'm sure these numbers are incredibly accurate, guys. Uh, 100% accurate. Yeah, it's currently outselling. I don't see the... No. But I mean, if they're outselling, that's even better for them. Because I mean, like, people need to understand that. And I don't think people understand this. And this is a good teachable moment here. Xbox and them are immediately in the red when they make their system. Yeah, Nintendo People. Switch was number one console selling, number top selling game console in 2020. 15.6 million units sold as of last September. So All profit. I'm sure that number is over 20 million as of this September. Um, and they, they, yeah, that's all profit. <laughs> and you got to think about profit, it because man. of the hardware and stuff that they use. They're not using SSD drives and stuff that's very expensive. That's why the nope. Xbox is in the red. They have a formula. If you really want to break this down, Nintendo has a sick formula for making money. When Xbox and PlayStation drop, what the consumer needs to know is when they drop, they're in the red. They, they don't even make money off of their systems. They have to make money off the back end. That's um when I say back end, that's like the the live services, the uh yeah, software the, the sales, game passes. Game sales and stuff, yeah. They yeah, 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 yeah. So when I speak to people online, like on Twitter and stuff, I don't even think that they realize that. And I'm like, they have to play catch up with their system. Nintendo, they drop soon, like you say, as soon as the person buy it, that's money directly in Nintendo's pocket. And they, like I said, they don't use the the, the SSD D drives and the latest. Nope. Like they, they're very stuff, affordable so. with their stuff, man. They're smart with their with their engineer and I'll give them that like I, I'll give them credit where to do but I just feel like it just people as a whole just get caught up in this FOMO and I've done it with other stuff too I'm not I mean we're being a gamer and a content creator you know you consume stuff by nature so you have things that you're like that with but when it comes to services and stuff like this I tend to I try to have a heightened awareness about stuff like this because I think this will really shape their hopefully this will we'll get an improved platform with maybe another when maybe they'll announce the nintendo switch 2 next year or something or whatever they're going to call it and we'll get like a brand new platform a modern you know online platform for nintendo that would be awesome but i think we're just really hoping for the best here <laughs> uh right. you know in that case um but yeah i, I don't know man i i don't agree with the i oh, will just split the costs on paying for this because that's not solving the issue 
it's just kind of enabling them to continue to do it so and definitely if they if if there's any truth to them like not letting you gain access to the animal crossing dlc which is a huge um like if you i think it's kind of like i kind of look at it like they're trying to do like what game pass does like if you are playing a game on you download a game from game pass but you don't actually purchase it and you cancel your subscription you lose access to that game i but that's just weird to do with dlc like that's such a strange right, thing right, right. like i don't know yeah man. that's kind of that's kind of shady nintendo don't 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 start down this dark path only leads to hell okay don't you start you've been doing pretty good okay yeah man hopefully they'll i always i always hope for the best i try to be optimistic for you guys because sometimes it it doesn't look that that it will be but um yeah i, I think that's a we spent quite a bit on nintendo man that was a good chat um yeah see you never know you put these things in the notes and you never know like you're like oh it's gonna be a short episode today you, you never know really what? yeah true, truly, really i guess we'll ricochet on over to the next topic <laughs> I'm gonna let you rock, bro. I, you own it. We're you own it. This guy's doing an A one job, man. <laughs> Go ahead and, and lead us into this next topic. Yeah, uh, this one I thought was pretty interesting. Um, being first person shooter players ourselves, FPS video gamers, uh, Call of mm -hmm. Duty has finally announced the long rumored anti cheat for not only Warzone but for the next Call of Duty game, Vanguard. Uh, Call of Duty game. Yeah, the new the new it's called Vanguard. I think it's a World War Two game. It comes out November fifth. Uh but so I wanted to talk about this because, you know, Call of Duty for as big as Warzone is, you know, one of the biggest, biggest, biggest big probably the biggest issue right now is uh cheaters, hackers, people hacking the game and breaking the game and doing things they're not supposed to, you know, having auto aim, being able to see people through the walls. Uh, even down to people running in running through the gas that you're not supposed to be able to run through or not dying um, And it's been plaguing the community for a long time even to the point where You know a lot of the bigger content creators have moved on to other uh, games such as apex um, and a few other, you know FPS uh, games um, But I thought this was worth discussing because I was actually surprised they were actually gonna do something about the cheating because we I mean when we play warzone I don't think I remember a time specifically when I've run into a known cheater. You know, there were definitely some questionable moments playing that game, but you know, I've seen yeah. some crazy stuff in this, you know, from people playing Warzone. Um, you know, some people, there was a little bit of controversy surrounding it just because of the level of access is, that is needed for the anti-cheat to work. Um, another, another company, another game that does something similar to what Ricochet is going to be doing is, uh, Valorant they're they're anti-cheat um it's what's known as a kernel level driver which basically gives it like the highest priority access to your operating system um which some people make some people a little nervous I mean I understand why but they've already I mean they've come out and said that it won't be active while you're not playing the game um it's only active while you're playing Warzone and Vanguard um I think this is the step in the right direction man um I know we and I I've been kind of joking about going back to play Warzone every once in a while but I, I stop myself once I see a video of someone cheating or I watch a streamer who's playing it and you know see some questionable gameplay man I guess it's, you know somebody who who's who had playing Warzone man what do you think about this do you think this will 
obviously this isn't going to be a hundred percent bulletproof because um no no anti-cheat or you know software is but do you think that this could actually have a positive impact on what is already the world's biggest video game franchise in my opinion well you know when it comes to something like that i'm always for it but with with Call of Duty, man, like like you said, it's, it was something I thought about revisiting, and then every time I look at how much space, <laughs> I'm just like, no, nah, I'm good. Not a small but, game. Um, no. I, I'm actually, if this makes a better ex, uh, experience for uh, the player, then I'm of of course I'm all for it, man. Um, I think it's something that they probably should have did earlier on. Call of Duty, like with them being who they are, this should have been implemented a long time ago. They know that. Um, they're going to have a ton of people playing their games. And then it seems to be an issue, like, whenever you're dealing with a game that has, like, cross-play, right. I feel like um, anti-cheat should automatically be involved. Like, automatically. You know you're going to have problems. You know you're going to have cheaters. And hopefully, like, moving forward, this will be a thing that they stay on top of. Because, I mean, a, a lot of people like to play Call of Duty and experience ruined because some hat ass want to run around and do stupid things and me personally right. i'm on the same boat as you i don't think i've ever experienced directly someone doing something crazy unless i played like black ops 2 <laughs> oh or something old like older yeah. games like, it's just <laughs> out of control but like i've never had experience with newer games and cheaters like there right. may be some questionable moments where like I may have shot a person a few times more and thinking like, damn, they didn't crack or drop. But um, yeah, man, this is going to be something. Hopefully, you know, I don't know where their player count sits at right now, but I, I think this may. Let's see. Warzone. Yeah, I think I think people are going to. Um, I think this is going to be a good thing for their community, and people are going to come back because, like, I know personally and like with. The, the the professional players like a lot of people left i know people personally who stopped playing the game yeah yeah a lot I of our friends see, for sure yeah i want to see like what does this do i want to see the end result like see if it, it makes it a better environment or or a healthy environment i'm I, i'll tell you this though um i've been watching like vanguard i've just been keeping up with like the news and i'm just really trying to like gauge gauge the reception here of vanguard because yeah. like, don't hear much about it like no one's really talking about it people were like very quiet on it and i feel like with the other games that you have coming out toward the end of this year i wonder if call of duty like purposely what do they say in football you know they just tanked it <laughs> like <laughs> they're just like you know what y'all got it i don't know but as far as the cheating go hey man we we can only only time will tell and see if this was the right move and if it has any effects um, with their population. And let's see if it's, if they're going to grow from this. Like, this needs to be implemented on every Call of Duty game, especially if you have crossplay. Don't wait until... How long has it been since Warzone been out? Uh, It's been out for close to two years now, I want to say. Yeah, this like should 2019 actually, I think, is when it started. 
Yeah. Jesus Christ, this should have been had an anti-cheat, man. Just, and I think now Warzone is just going across the board. I just, I don't think there's different variations. I just think just, this game is like their online. Yeah, content. Warzone is basically like GTA Online. I don't think there'll yeah, be yeah, a, yeah. a sequel like they did with uh, what was what was it for Black Ops? It was, it was Blackout, I think. Yeah, it was Blackout. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean it because every year, you know, you always have. And it's always funny. We always have these conversations where people, the the general consensus around a Call of Duty, people get really hyped when they see the first trailer. They play the game for a few months. They hate the game. And then, you know, you kind of just get into this endless cycle, but it ends up being the one of the most, like, the top-selling game. Like, last year, I just looked it up while you were talking. Uh, the number one and number two selling game last year were both Call of Duty. Yeah, you you can talk all <laughs> like bro. We could sit up here. I'm a small minority who like I'm not the biggest Call of Duty fan, but I'm not a I'm not a hater of the game. No, He's no, no, no. Of, I'll buy it. Like if my friends are playing it, I'm like, oh, they want me to play. Okay, I'll buy it. What? But like a lot of people, as much as they they crap on this game, like dude, this game it's not going anywhere, man. No, I mean it could be in the worst state ever, and people Vanguard is going to come out as much as we don't hear about it like other previous titles. I'm pretty sure it's going to drop. It's going to sell like hotcakes. People going to be like, "Oh my god, this game is trash!" Like you said, it's just a <laughs> it's an endless it's the endless cycle, the COD cycle. I like to call it, man. It's what it is. Yeah, it's memes about it. I've seen memes on the Twitter <laughs> of the, like <laughs> it's like, yeah, we do the same thing every year. It's like insanity. We just keep just, expecting something that's not there so you know what i really wish and and if anyone knows this please tell me i wish there was a way to an easier way to level up guns or unlock them but by, by just playing warzone because there was a time when i did enjoy playing warzone warzone was actually the beat the thing that got me into battle royale games honestly um because i was so against them before but I, and i kind of want to go back to play but not if I have to unlock a bunch of attachments and just slog through the mud to, you know, I kind of wish they would no, do that's something. What you do, um, you do 24 hour nuke town, bro. <laughs> but I don't want to have to bang my head against the wall. You know what but I mean? Like, look, when they give you double, that's why they give you double P on nuke town. You right. just go in there. <laughs> Every weekend. You play it for like about two XP, hours, bro. you will unlock something. And it's just like you said, man, like at the beginning of the podcast, I, I'm, I'm to the point now, I don't really. I don't really have the desire to be good at more than one game at any time anymore. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't want to grind to get good at COD anymore. I, I'm going to save that for Halo later this year. You know, like, I'll play Halo to get good at that. And then eventually it'll be something else. But, you know, I, I just, my days of going hard body on Call of Duty, I think, are over for me. I mean, you know, unless we play Warzone. But we have fun with that. Typically, like, most of the time, we'll usually be pretty chilling. I think the way time. that we play, man... We don't play like sweats like no it's just like whatever like you kind of play it and i know people like are trying to tell me their win record oh we we won 500 more so i'm like but for what like what did you get from that but if you enjoy it hey i'm not knocking it, you know yeah. I, that's why you know the c and dc is casual like i just <laughs> i go in i get my enjoyment and i leave like i'm not trying to beat it on the hardest level or you know but we'll we'll see where this goes man and i i think overall we can both say that this is definitely a good idea and like i said before i think it should have been implemented you know a little 
sooner but hey we're here they got it now so hopefully you know? it uh like i said hopefully it it's a better experience for the people who love playing warzone and because like it, it can be exciting watching it watch people stream it um sometimes so yeah i man. catch myself watching it from time to time i do yeah. and that's what makes me want to go back like that's the same yeah. thing with siege. like I, I watch a lot of siege and i'm like oh man i missed the siege days man I'm and i'll play you, it man. one time and i'm like ah, okay <laughs> that went away real fast i'm telling you man uh, you can only be good at like i'm like i don't feel like learning the meta of siege right now yeah, like, that's what i'm saying i told you man like playing more than one shooter is hard especially at, at like a high level because you, yeah. you have to learn the nuances of each one but i don't yes, know sir. man we'll see man but on to our final topic uh, one I wanted to talk about because I didn't even know this was going on until yesterday. Um, but I'm mm. kind of interested in the game, you know, of course, of course it being October right now, you know, hashtag spooky season for you, mm. uh, hip, uh, listeners out there, but Drake <laughs> is out there. Beware. Well, He's all man. Very <laughs> hours, bro. You better. Oh my god! He's so stupid. Hey, Drake is always watching. Just know that. Oh man, the aisle's always looking. <laughs> but yeah, the, <laughs> this game called The Day Before. Uh, this was a, a game that got a trailer a few months ago that people were convinced this game was not real. Um, I, I am not gonna lie. I was kind of, I was kind of a uh, skeptical myself that this would see the light of day anytime before like the next like six years. Um, but yeah, the the studio held a the developer. Their name's Fan Fantastic, like F N Tastic, um, and they showed like they did like a little gameplay event slash preview for the day before. Uh, the game is is essentially an open world zombie MMO, um, which I thought was really cool. I lo I love the concept of it. Um, for those of you who know me, I love like you know games like this, like horror games and scary games. A MMO. Wow. Yeah, so you can play with other people. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how big the world itself is. They, they, I don't think they've said anything about that. But, I mean, from the trailer itself, the game looks really good. Like, visually, the game looks stunning. Um, I don't imagine this game is going to come out on last-gen consoles. Uh, we did get a release date of June 21st, uh, 2022. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to watch this or not, but I, like I said, I just kind of wanted to talk about it because I'm kind of interested in checking this out because it – it i told era yesterday that it reminds me a lot of uh like the animations and stuff remind me a lot of like division um like a lot of the the walking and running and stuff and i and i love playing the division yeah. so um yeah man what did you think about this um are you excited to play more First of all, games? Well, i'm gonna break it down for you um i am definitely excited on their take with the MMO adding the MMO element to a yeah. zombie game. I think the closest that we may have to that. Well, I can't even say the closest because I would say um, Dying Light, but that's like nowhere near an MMO. Because nah, the closest like, thing this to this ongoing, it would be like Daisy would be like the closest thing to this game. Oh, okay. I'm not too familiar with that, but just with the MMO thing and making this like. A ongoing thing is very it's interesting to have a zombie because i think like an interactive like walking dead like you're in this awesome. world <laughs> and you're like surviving and it's ever like it's ongoing like so that means they're going to be adding things and there's going to be new obstacles like 
my mind is just weird. I'm like, I'm just thinking like, yo, like you gotta salvage food and yeah, it definitely have looks like other... some sort of like survival elements. Um, yeah, do you have yeah. these other these other factions which are actual people that you'll be probably um, fighting against to survive? Like to me, the whole like when you sent it to me. I was kind of, I was a little skeptical. I don't know why, just off a of rip. I was like skeptical about it. Right. But then I, I, I started to do my own research and getting an understanding to see where they were trying to take it. I was like, yo, this game has a lot of potential. Like it does grow and be something like, this is something that can man, because like, I mean, look, look at the, look at new world, look at what new world is. So if they could hit the nail on the head with this one, I, I feel like this will be another great MMO that's in a, you know. Yeah, man. Our, it's just like you said, play. bro. Like, there's so much potential for it this looks good to, be, to be awesome. Like, just like you said, like, the, 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 the amount of, like, RPG elements they could bring into this, like, you having to survive. Mm -hmm. um, they could bring, like, seasons into this where it could be snowy one part of the year and then kind of like Animal Crossing does, like, where the weather weather is like tailored to your location in the world and so which would be cool man like i really hope this this game turns out to be something special um like i said man i i, I kind of like love this kind of stuff i mean we you know we played a pretty fun horror game uh earlier this week uh oh, which, God. <laughs> which was probably uh the funniest stream i've ever had i'd have to say uh hands down probably My the funniest was after yeah. that <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, I just love this kind of stuff. There wasn't really a lot of lot in the way of gameplay in the trailer, like as far as like combat. I mean, you just saw like your basic shooting down the hallway kind of stuff, and nothing really like for like PvP or anything like that. But I just imagine like I would say anywhere between fifty and a hundred people on a map would be good, a good size, depending on how big the map is. Like I just looked up to see if they said anything, and there's been nothing as far as like the map and you know hopefully we'll get some more of that information next yeah. year you know um it's definitely on my radar yeah. honestly like this looks from what i'm seeing i was even thinking like man how you have to take care of your player like they can get really in depth mm -hmm. with this because like i saw like the little thing where they were going through through the gym and people were like lifting weights and I'm like, dude, yeah, that was awesome. you could bulk up your character like what if you get sick like you get the flu and you gotta like, yeah bro, that would be fucking so awesome yeah. do because it's like being sick in a time like that would be hell because you don't you know everything and it'd be is cool too like uh because daisy kind of has like a survival system like that where mm -hmm. <laughs> like there's one thing that makes me laugh like if you you'll actually go crazy if you eat human flesh in the game and i just imagine like a game like this where <laughs> like you can force feed people you can tie them up and make them drink stuff like it's crazy like I i'll send you a couple of daisy uh clips and stuff it's pretty funny actually but Dude. it's uh I, I think this would be awesome man like just imagine you get injured and you have to nurse yourself to really back to nurse yourself back together you know or you can't move as good because you got shot in the shoulder or the arm and I think stuff and like that would like bullet crush in the game, right? Like in game, like say if you get shot in the arm, and like maybe a week in real time before you get back to like, you know, you can walk <laughs> around, but you have like a cast on. Yeah, like, sure, that would be awesome. Do with it, man. Yeah, that would be super cool, man. They'll leave you at the camp. Like, look, you can't go out. Like, you're a cook now until you get better. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> cut these potatoes up with your one arm. <laughs> right, right. It, it's man, this actually actually is gonna. I'm gonna put this on my list of things to keep an eye on because it don't come out to what. Uh, June June 21st is the alleged release date. Um, I would be surprised if it makes it. Yeah, next year, next summer. That's not gonna. They're gonna push that back. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're gonna make that date. And if I'm okay with that, honestly. Is, you know, like if they go as hard as I think they could go with this game. Ah oh, man! Oh, that's my phone ringing. I yeah, I, I mean, if anything, man, I hope they take their time. It's only being developed for PC right now, so we'll see, man. I like. I just wanted to mention that at the end of the. Ooh, the I have a new PC by then too! Hooray! Oh man, get that four four K butter in there, man. Mmm, buttery rates. <laughs> All the butter. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, I just like I said, I just wanted to mention this, man. Um, like it, like I said, it is horror month, man, and we've been. Uh, playing quite a few games uh back for blood which has actually been a surprising surprisingly fun i'll say uh, me and era played quite a bit yesterday and got through a few missions in act two that that campaign is actually pretty long man but it's fun um 
and of course devour man shout out to bz and oolong t man for <laughs> for playing devour with us uh, earlier this week man it was a blast man <laughs> what a fun time boy. yeah like we i said man. have to set some stuff up like that yeah know? absolutely man we're definitely gonna do that again that was like i said that was probably the most fun i've had on a stream uh period like i was just non-stop laughing man <laughs> just non-stop like, i'm gonna tell you what i did right so i watched from everyone's perspective so i pulled up everybody's uh yeah. i pulled up everybody's vid on the watch magic right 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 i put it on my tv so i had three individual boxes <laughs> and like i was just watching it from everyone i was watching it from bz's oolongs and your point of view and when I tell you that made it that much more funnier. Yeah, that game's like, hilarious, man. When we went on the side of the house and we heard that noise and we was over there screaming and you and PZ was like, well, what's going on? <laughs> Just to see it from y'all angle is hilarious, man. That My throat was hurting. Like, yeah, the jump scares, like, were killing me, man. I'm a dude who, like, I'm weird, okay? I like to be scared. Like, I'm just weird like that. Like... But people like BZ and stuff, they really have a hard, he really has a hard time with jump scares. <laughs> yeah, I, man, when he be losing it, man. like <laughs> No, because I thought he was really selling it for the stream, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But no, no, BZ, like, no. He you can really, tell that's he, like his real reaction. Like, he, he, he don't be faking he it. He doesn't, man. him or Oolong, like, they don't do scary games well. And I find it hilarious. <laughs> what but like i had to come to the realization that everyone's not a weirdo like me oh man that shit was but, like because like people like have a like i didn't understand the, the 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 whole depths of like spiders and clowns we were talking about this. oh people who have like real phobias for that stuff yeah man oh, who stream was i in we were talking about i think we tk stream where she was like she hates clowns and i like i'm laughing like i think it's hilarious but i'm like Yo, people really do. But when she started breaking it down, <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to see how clowns are freaky now. Like, they're weird. They are. <laughs> clowns are actually weird. Like, as an adult, clowns are are, are freakish. Like, be like, imagine like you're walking down an alley and you turn a corner and a clown's in the alleyway. It don't no, matter what time I'm of day. Laughing. Like, bro, I'm laughing because I can. I I totally understand it. Yeah. When she broke it down, I was like, they're weird. I was like, I didn't realize how stupid clowns. <laughs> it's a clown standing in tall grass, like it's just weird. Yeah, man. yeah, it's that dude. Well, who's that dude? There's a dude on TikTok. Who makes 3D animations of just scary stuff? I don't and know, I'm cool on that. Uh -uh. Yeah, like people like dog. I'm the only person I know in my circle of friends who like like to be scared. Everybody I know. Is I like, mean, I enjoy watching horror movies. I, I'm not gonna say I like being scared, but I do like horror movies and horror games. I love horror everything. Like scare the shit out of me. Like I love being scared. Like now, there's sure. a different level of scared. Like I like to be scared, but I don't like to see something that visually disturbed yeah like, gore and stuff. like yeah. where i'm having nightmares about it sure yeah that that stuff for me is like gore and like hellraiser and stuff like i don't like horror movies like that there's just you know just gory stuff for no reason yeah but... they just over like stuff that makes me have nightmares but let's not get it twisted like i don't want to see anything like that but like right I love jump scares and i i just love all that goofy stuff man i don't know all i know is that was definitely a fun time, and that was one of the highlights of my week, man. 
I had so much fun playing with y'all, bro. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was great, man. That was that was freaking awesome. Uh, and the, the fact guys. that we almost won too. Yeah, we almost beat the first map. Um, we're definitely gonna set up another PlayStation for that, man. But uh, yeah, man, I think that's a good place to to you know put a put a cap on this uh episode 81 man in the 80s heavy you know mm. feeling good man feeling great 80 80 episodes young chad we got some some new fire coming your way soon man and hopefully in a few weeks um we'll have a new surprise for you guys uh so stay tuned for that man thank you guys for hanging out as always man i appreciate y'all um you guys can find me everywhere Darius the artist where the e is a three you know that's uh twitter uh it, twitch instagram yada 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 all the the, the whole game guys i'm just rambling here because i'm out of sorts uh but yeah man once again shout out to bz and oolong man make sure you check those guys out and follow them on all their socials as well um those are the homies man and we appreciate them like i said playing with us um and we will do it again dc take us home baby all right, guys, you know, I'm going to take your own home, baby. Doom, 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 doom. I have no <laughs> idea what to say during these moments. I always feel like I get put on the spot. And then I usually freestyle my way out the door. But today, um, I don't really have anything to say. Um, I'm about to go hard with the TikTok Super Weapon Podcast. Does have a TikTok. We are going into the TikTok space. So I'm looking for creative and clever ways to... um. Get the pod into the TikTok space. I've been watching TikTok podcasts, and I feel like there's a home for us. Like at first, I didn't feel like I was like, "Huh, podcast on TikTok? That'd be like weird." But as I searched through um, TikTok, there's a lot of podcasts there, so I feel a little more confident with what I'm trying to create now. Follow so us. we're definitely gonna jump into that space, and you know, it's just more eyes on us. We want people to come visit us and have a have fun, man. Just come here. Um, hear our little weird outtakes and stuff, have a little fun. And that's about it as far as news for me and what I'll be doing this weekend. Um, we have to give a shout out to Darius, his birthday. No, we ain't gonna do that. We don't, we don't know. His birthday's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell nobody, though. Turning 30 tomorrow. Oh, the big 3 0, which is well, that's a big number, man. Big I'm number. not gonna say what the people call it because it makes me angry dirty 30 oh flirty 30 all right guys thank you for listening to the podcast man that's gonna be the end of the episode we'll see you guys next weekend peace here <laughs>